gonna intro the show when I was in the shower the other day, but I can't remember it. Okay. Um, hey friends, welcome to. Well, because I kind of wanted to, in case there's any new listeners, I kind of wanted to tell them that we're two former employees oh. that decided to take our unprofessional opinion elsewhere, and yeah. that's this, the podcast. Let's not. Let's not. You're bringing it all the way back. I'm bringing it all the way back. Okay, sure. Hi guys. So it's <laughs> Sam and Michelle. And welcome to a new episode of Let's Not. We are so happy to have you here. Just to give you a heads up on this episode, audio-wise, you're probably going to hear a lot of squeaking, creaking, screeching from my, my chair. Your chair. I'm looking at you're your gonna, chair. You're going to throw my chair right under the bus, right at the top. Well, I'm throwing myself under the bus because you're probably going <laughs> to hear maybe some wheezing, some <laughs> some drippage. The allergies are going crazy today, but there might be some background gonna be okay it'll be all right i can hear the creaking now worst things in life right <laughs> listen i have some issues happening <laughs> for this episode we are going to be talking about a is it new 2020 yeah a newer documentary on a an amusement park in new jersey called was, action yeah. action park yeah if you've ever gone to it, are you still alive? <laughs> Probably not. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to get into. But first, just going to catch up and see mm-hmm. how Michelle's doing. Yeah, I'm doing good. Still in the kind of same state that I've been in. Uh, we did have a little get together this weekend, which was nice. So I could like practice being around people and I used about three different modes of transportation with my oh. cast. <laughs> Three? Yeah, I used the chair, I used the scooter, I used the crutches. Oh, shit. I did not, I think I already told Jake to put the walker in the basement because I haven't touched that since I got it. Well, you shouldn't because it has, you'll put too much weight, I think. Well, I don't use it, I just use it to hop around. But it's like a little bit steadier than the crutches. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously I can't use it to go downstairs. So then it's like, well, I'll just use the crutches. Yeah, what's the point? Yeah. Um, But it was okay. Got up and down the stairs okay. I did take a little bit of a a tumble, not like a complete fall, Mm -hmm. but I was coming up um, into the house and Jake was supposed to be watching me. He was like right there, but I like to have him at my side or in front of me. And I don't know what his problem is, but it's like he can't touch (laughs) me for some reason when he's trying to help me around. It's like hands off. I'm like, just hold me. Just hold me. Just hold me. But anyway, I was, like, coming into, like, the last stair that I needed to go up. You know what it was? I had my big ice pack wrapped around my fucking foot. So there's, like, that little bit of extra weight mm-hmm. that I wasn't adjusting to the jump. And so I made it, but then I, like, stumbled a little bit. And I was either going to, like, fall straight on my face. So I did put my foot down to, like, balance me for a second. Yeah. And then at that point, like, Jake grabbed me by the waist and was like, you're okay, you're okay. And I was just like, ugh. Um, but I did put, like, some weight on it, which scared me. But then I just, like, kept it propped up for the rest of the night. And I got, like, this <gasps> bruise from, like, hitting it on the door. Trying Michelle, to balance myself. Oh, my gosh. So, Michelle has, like, a grouping of one, two, three, four, like five, a slide. six. Yeah, of, like, a little slide of bru- bru- yeah. bruisage on her forearm. I hit it on, like, the door jam. Door frame? Yikes. Yeah. 
Jake didn't, he, but I think it was the next day that he was giving me my shower and he's just like, how the fuck did that happen? I was just like, you didn't catch me. (laughs) You did this to me. Um, but besides that, it was fine. I had two alcoholic beverages, one of those little canned cocktails, Mm -hmm. vodka seltzer things, but I had them like six hours apart. Does it make you nervous to drink while you're injured? It does because... Obviously, I was. It didn't even get me buzzed at yeah. any point. Um, but when we were all outside, people were like, "We're gonna get shots for everybody. Do you want one?" I was like, "No, I refuse to take one out here because then I have to go up steps and like, what if I do get a little bit loopy? Yeah. Like, what Jake's gonna a chance? It. Yeah, four of you boys are gonna have to carry me inside. Yeah, then they're you're gonna go back to the hospital uh-huh. with another injury, yeah. and they're gonna be like, look. We gotta Listen, check you into a program. I know, for real though. You couldn't not you could not get tipsy after your uh, injury. No, ma'am. so I wasn't testing it at all. I wasn't gonna be yeah, doing. Yeah, no point. I was. I wanted to. If it, I was gonna take a shot, I was gonna be like one with Bo because mm-hmm. it. Also, this party was for our our friend Bo's going away. He's moving to North Carolina or Charlotte. So, North Carolina. North. Um, and so he's moving down there in a few weeks. So like we're throwing this party for him and I was just like this sucks but I was gonna do a shot with him later in the night while everyone was like back inside yeah. no more like going in and out of the house but then I just I didn't end up doing it because I was like it's late now there's no point to it and it was fine and I also think like in the future I'm gonna be very wary about like getting too drunk which mm-hmm. is probably for the best yeah because it's like oh god it's like scary at this yeah. point well, I'm glad you guys all had a good time. Mm-hmm. When is Bo leaving? He is leaving August 14th or 15th. Oh, that's so soon. That's I next know. week. Yeah, it's like not is this it next week. week. It's not this weekend, but it's the following. How sad. Uh, I know. He's been like with us for so He's been. It sounds like I'm talking about sad. a dog. <laughs> he's been with us for <laughs> so long. Um, no, but people missed you too. So Sam came to our 4th of July party. And met, like, my whole group of friends. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, Where, is Sam coming? Where's Sam? And I was like, oh, she's got, she did a tiki thing. She tiki might come cruise, by later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Aw. Well. And everyone was just like, because I was also like, oh, she went with, like, other friends and stuff. So I was like, invite them all up Aww. here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bo, if I wasn't drinking on the tiki cruise, I definitely would have came down <laughs> to party with you all. To party. But, I mean... Because I wasn't drinking, I don't think it turned up as yeah as loud as it does. Multiple times, Jake, my Jake came up to me and said, "Was Jake the drunk of like? Because is it usually you? Do you think like 100%. that gets turned up? Yeah. So was Jake turned up in this situation? He was like mildly turned up toward right. the end because at first he was on hostessing duty, which is usually my role. Yeah. Does he so, know how hard it is? Yes, he does. He was. Is he gonna know next time that we can't just whip out a party out of mm-hmm. our asshole an hour and a half from now? I think he does now. <laughs> he was scattering around. Oh. He was like, "Where are the spoons? Where are the tongs? I didn't put." We got it catered by, like, a Mexican place. Oh, how was um, the food? Oh, it was delicious. It was. It was good. Why didn't you save me a plate? You know what? There was so much extra food, too. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been gone by now. I would have driven up just for the plate. You should have came the next day. We I honestly should've. had so much friggin' food. Yeah. We got, like, all the side things, so I made guacamole, and we got, like, sour cream and shit, um, and I had it all set up in the fridge. I tried to do as much as I could, and... People were, like, eating and stuff, and it was, like, 20 minutes later, and Jake's like, oh, I didn't put any of, like, the side things oh, out there. 
And so people were like, where are people getting sour cream from? Aww. And I was just like, it's not that easy, is it? It's not. It's not. You have to be on your A game when you're hosting. Mm-hmm. A few times Jay came up to me and she's like, does this, does this feel like lame? Like, do Aww. people seem like they're having a good time? I'm like, yeah, it seems so. I mean, it seems lame to me because everyone's getting drunk and yeah. I'm just sitting here. But yeah. I don't get loud, but I feel like I'm just like, who needs a drink? Like, mm-hmm. let's play games. Yeah, just to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Well, too, I was also wondering, like, if I would have came, I was like, would I have been not drinking with you? Or, like, mm-hmm. would it make Michelle more upset if I had been drinking? And no. it was just like, hey, girl! <laughs> I would want you to drink. Because also, um, Mia was here, mm-hmm. and the kids got brought back by Grandma. So, mm-hmm. like, she was able to turn oh, up yeah. a little bit oh, more nice. than usual. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, of course, the one time that I can't yeah. drink, like, she's ready to party but no she kept like trying to sit with me I was like go have a good time like I just have to sit here with my foot up oh but it was fine it was a good time good I'm glad yeah it wasn't it literally it was fine being sober it wasn't the worst I know yeah Yeah. I feel like you the people drinking only think being sober is the worst thing at that time but it's like the next day you probably were like oh I felt so good exactly you're like oh wow I'm not gonna waste a day being hungover nope that's good Mm -hmm. so like Thursday we did the Tiki Cruise with Joe's parents and then Friday we went to a Beatles cover band with Joe's parents and then Saturday we went back on the Tiki Cruise with some old friends from our apartment building and I just told Joe, I was like, I literally hate myself so hard right now for just, like, drinking and, like, eating, like, oh. garbage. I was like, I'm so upset with myself, but... Probably by that Sunday you were feeling that. You probably mm-hmm. feel okay now, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I had a beer yesterday, yeah. but I just mm-hmm. usually, like, I don't I don't really drink too often unless it's, like, towards the end of summer and then fall just because I'm like, oh, pumpkin beer's out. Yeah. Like, let's go enjoy the fall weather and have yeah. a pumpkin beer and grab a snack. That's nice, and I'm sorry, but at this age, three nights in a row of drinking is, un- it's, it's a lot. It's not unacceptable. It's like, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> it wears you down. It really does. I oof. Yeah, that hurts me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you didn't get like completely turned up every single night, though. It's just like a steady drinking every night. Yeah. 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 Also, I didn't tell you this before we started uh, recording. So when we were at Hampton Beach. At the end of the night, we didn't want the party to stop, so we went to some bar, and they had a band playing, and we went, there were only, like, two people there. I'm like, why is, why isn't there a party here? Like, we got live music, come on. It was, like, an older band with some older guys. They were still good. Um, But so I was sitting down, and we were just kind of dancing, and they were playing, like, some 90s songs, and... Joe's mom was like, you need to go out there and dance. And I was like, no, I'm okay. Like, I used to like dancing when I was yeah. in my 20s, but now I'm just like, I feel like I'm too old and like, no. What? And she, I know, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so then like, um, I wanted to dance with Joe, but he didn't, for some reason, he didn't want to go. And it was like just the only song that gave me the confidence. I was like, fine. And then Patty's like, go. She's like, Sam, she's like, if I were your age, and she's like, and I, if I looked like you, I would be out there mm-hmm. dancing. She was like, you're too cute to be against the wall. Go dance. And I was like, Ew. she was like giving me such a little yeah. like confidence boost. And she was like, go. She's like, you need to enjoy the time like while you have it. And I'm like, okay. And she, <laughs> there was a, another woman on the floor dancing. But I'm like, Patty, no, she's a girlfriend of someone in the band. You can just tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Patty's like, 
you need to go up and dance with her because all the guys are going to love it. Like freaking three guys that are there. She was like, they're going to think that's so hot. Oh and I was like, God. Patty, I'm not going to go dance with the lady who's here supporting her boyfriend. And she was like, girl, support girls. You need to go up there and dance with her. And well, I was why like, are you dancing, Patty? I was like, dance with me. And she's like, no. She's like, I'm, I'm not. I'm too old. I shouldn't be up there. I'm like, whatever, Patty. So then I go up dancing. I think Joe danced with me. I can't remember, but we were dancing. Then all of a sudden, Patty's up there dancing, and she's, like, dropping it like it's hot. Like, ass is going this way. Tits are going that way. And I'm like, damn, girl, you doing the damn thing. Oh my God. It was so fun, Michelle. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Patty, thanks for dancing with me. And she's like, I could tell you looked a little nervous up there. I'm like, yeah, I was. Patty. But it was so fun. Just throwing a raw at the stage. Almost. Stealing the mic. So then we went back to sit down and it was um, one of the guys from the band came up to talk to us and he was just telling us about his band and whatnot. And then he left. And then there was this weird father and son duo that like kept looking at our table and they came up to us and they were like, oh, have you guys seen the moon? Doesn't it look beautiful? And I'm like, what the fuck? And the moon's behind us. So Uh like we're kind of looking and Joe's like, I'm not looking. He was like, you guys are sketchy as fuck. Yeah. He's like, I'm not. He's like, don't look. You're trying to scam us. Get yeah. out of here. And I was like, what? Because usually Joe's not like that. I'm like, what? And I had my little purse and Patty had her yeah. bag and we had our drinks out. And the father was like, I was like, what are you guys doing? You know, just being like yeah. innocent Kansas girl. Like, how's your night going? And <laughs> they were like, oh, we just left a family reunion. Like, don't ask us because it was it was not good. And I'm like, oh, where's like your mom and where's your wife at? And they're like, oh, you don't even want to know. And I'm like, but I do want to know what's what's the scoop here. Um, Is she but dead? I don't know. They were just being really <laughs> sketchy as hell. And they kept wanting us to turn around to look at the moon. And they were like, no, really, look at the moon. It's so beautiful tonight. They wanted to swipe your purses. I know. And Joe was like, get out of here. You're not, like, dropping anything in our drinks. And you're not taking their purses. So get the hell out of here. And then they just they were like, all right, we'll have a good night. And I'm like, what the fuck? And Joe was like, they were trying to do yeah. something sketchy. I'm like, they were? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm like, how bizarre. Well, you're like on Hampton Beach, which is like a boardwalk, and so there's just like a lot of people mm-hmm. that are getting drunk and stuff. So I'm sure that there's just like scammers up and down. That's you too know. much energy, though. But I guess people do it. Yeah, they probably get wow. away with a lot, mm-hmm. especially like right after a concert when everyone gets let out. Yeah, it's like they know people already have been yeah. drinking and they're still drinking. It's fucked up. If it was like a bunch, like if it was me and you, we'd be like, "What the moon?" I know. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> we love the moon. <laughs> Yeah. What's your sign? (laughs) What's your rising sign? Jeez. So yeah, that was fun. Minus the sketchiness. At least you didn't get you didn't get got. Nope. We didn't. Joe. Joe keeping it together. I know. I was shocked. Wow. Yeah. Good job, Joe. Good job, Joe. All right. So did you go to amusement parks growing up? Yes, we used to go to Lake Compounds, which was in Connecticut. It was like a smaller one. Compounds? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know what that means. I, was, I thought you were going to say compound. I was like, oh. It's in Bristol, Connecticut. Is it still there? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's an amusement park and water park. And then we used to go up if, like, we were more of, like, a family reunion type thing because mm-hmm. we had a lot of cousins scattered throughout Connecticut. We would all make a day trip to Six Flags, which is in Springfield, Massachusetts, Southern Massachusetts, yeah. and we would like spend a whole day there. 
that's fun. And we used to do that for school trips and stuff, too. School trips? Yeah. I feel like uh, eighth grade, like the last year of different schools, yeah. they would do an amusement park outing. Do you like amusement rides? I used to. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think I would ever go to an amusement park again, I gotta be honest. Really? Yeah. Not even Canopy Lake? Is that, I feel like that's very similar to Lake Compounds. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I haven't been, but I've seen pictures, and I think mm-hmm. it, they're similar. It's like a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, have you been? Where, where? What's up with you? So, back in Kansas, there was an amusement park called Joyland that it was like the best thing ever in oh. Wichita, Kansas. It's like deserted now, and people always try to like buy into it and try to raise money to open it again but it just Mm -hmm. it never happens um but yeah it was such a fun place it was like a smaller place where it had like one roller coaster and then the second craziest ride would be like the roundup like you know where you stand against the cage and it like spins and you don't really like have a seatbelt or anything I feel Um, like that's still a smaller ride I mean but it's still like dangerous yeah 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 I mean, I guess with the roller coasters mm-hmm. that exist today, and then it had, like, a, a water log jam ride, and then also, Fun. like, a haunted house ride where you ride, like, in the little cart, and it takes you in, like, all oh, these yeah, little yeah, yeah. Yep. scary scenarios and stuff. It was fun. My mom used to work there, so I would always, like, get to hang out with her, and I would just go, like, walk around in the park and stuff. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she worked in the office, so it was always fun. Oh, that's nice. So she wasn't, like... Uh, no. conductor no. of a ride. A teenager, you mean? Yeah. Like, fucking teens <laughs> running those rides. Uh, but yeah, we would always go there on school trips and stuff. And then like anytime I had a crush, like I remember this boy that I was trying to date, his mom was like, oh, do you guys want to go to Joyland? So we like went there on our date and we rode the roller coaster and it was like you would just like ride Aww. the roller coaster with like your little boyfriends yeah. and stuff and then you go on the egg scrambler where it like pushes you and you mm-hmm. like get to touch them and you're like yeah, this is so <laughs> fun um but yeah and then we also had a water park it's it no longer exists but it was called um barnacle bill fantasy i think that is the best name it really is and like they had one of those huge pools with like the mm-hmm. a wave pool and the song, like, it would sound off with the horn, and then it yeah. would come on with that song, um, the Wipeout song, where it'd be like, hee-hee, yeah. Wipeout, and, like, everyone would run. <laughs> I almost drowned a few times, and I'm like, shit, yeah. I should not be in this pool by uh-uh. myself. It's scary. The wave pool, that's where... It's no yeah. joke. It isn't. So, were those, like, right in your town? Were they close by? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Our Lake Compounds was, like, an hour away, and then Six Flags was, like, two hours away, so mm-hmm. it was always... It wasn't, like, a very common thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, like, everyone would just go there every weekend. Oh, see, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. We w- it would be, like, a special thing where it's, like, maybe once a summer. Mm-hmm. Like, one time to, like, compounds, another time to Six Flags. Yeah. So, like, twice a summer we would go mm-hmm. to the amusement park. But we also, like, grew up on a beach. So, like, the beach oh, was, yeah. like, more of our weekend thing. Yep. My favorite things, I don't remember anything at Lake Compounds. It was also on a lake, so a lot of the water park oh, was, yeah. like attributed to the lake and there was like swimming pools Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but uh six flags my favorite rides were i think it was newer later on the batman where like you literally sit and your feet are dangling but it's a roller coaster yeah which was really fun i've been on the superman goddamn the anxiety on that 
Um, but my favorite, like, haunted house one was, um, I forget what it's called, but it was, like, Houdini's Lair or something, oh, but it was really good. Cool. Yeah. Joe took me to Six Flags, the one that you're talking about, a yeah. few years ago. We went there for, like, one of their October Halloween things. Fun. But yeah. I'm, like, so afraid of getting on rides. Like, mm-hmm. I'll die. Like, I think my life is going to end, and I'm, like, I'm not ready to die today. Yeah. But if I start off with, like, the weakest roller coaster the whole time I'm praying to the universe mm-hmm. but after I'm like okay I'm glad I did that but it just takes so much energy for yeah. me to get the courage to go on it so I did not go on the fucking Batman or the fucking Superman the Superman I'm like one. Joe there is no way yeah. like I will die <laughs> I'll die you won't die you won't die <laughs> No, I, I don't think I would do them nowadays just mm-hmm. because of my back issue. And yeah. I'm just like, it's not needed mm-hmm. at this point in my life. And I would 100% never go to, I don't think, a water park again. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a kid, I was like, there are just Band-Aids fucking everywhere. Yeah. It is disgusting. Yep. And I also remember when COVID hit, I think my third or fourth thought was like, how are water parks going to survive <laughs> I don't know why, but I was just like, the idea of being in a pool with multiple people right now sounds like a Petri dish. And also, I think if I did that with Jake now, I, I could worm my way out of it and be like, I'm too scared. Mm-hmm. But I think back then, because I was with my older brother, and he would probably just call me a little bitch, so yeah. I was always just like, I'm just as tough as you are. I'm going to do it. We went on the Superman, and we sat in the front row because, like, I didn't want my brother to think I was a bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, I'm not a bitch. I'm not a bitch. <laughs> and I also think, you know how sometimes you'll see the videos of people on these rides or, like, the plunging yeah. thing? We've done that, too, where God. they just, like, pass out <sighs> for, like, a minute and then, like, come to. I'm pretty sure I passed out. Shit, no thank you. Mm-mm. So the roller coaster at Joyland, it had like a big drop, but it was a wooden roller coaster, mm. so it's like even scarier. It was old as shit. <sighs> like you could still drive by there and it's still there. Yeah. Um, but I remember I was so afraid to go on it, but I think like um, my mom was working and I knew I was going to go with a boy that I liked and I was like, I need to conquer my fear mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. fucking roller coaster and that roundup ride I was telling you about. So, like, I was like, let me do the roundup ride just to kind of warm up or whatever. Yeah. And I was so afraid. And I'm a fucking little kid. And I get on the roundup. And it's, like, the cage where you just, like, what is it? Is it the vortex somehow? Like, it just, like, presses the gravity. The it presses, like, there's no bell or anything. No. It's just, like, you, like, You're hey. You're standing there, too. A fucking 17-year-old Brad is operating this ride. It's, like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was not the, the required the height. height. Yeah. yeah. So I went on that. I was like, okay, that wasn't as bad. And I'm like, let me do this fucking roller coaster. And I really thought I was going to die. And it's so sad because people would ride this roller coaster without seatbelts. I did one time, but I'm like, yeah, never doing that again. But there was a guy who got his head decapitated because he was doing the yard work underneath. And he had headphones and, like, he didn't know, I guess. Like, I'm like, why wouldn't you schedule this at a different time? But... He was weed whacking and like he ended up getting his like head decapitated. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god! But when I want to go down memory lane, there's a <laughs> Facebook group and it's called like Joyland Park or something like that. And people will post old photos of it. Yeah. And they, there's like a YouTube video that someone recorded on their old fucking video camera on the roller coaster, and, mm-hmm. and it puts you like in the seat. So sometimes oh. I'll watch it. And you can hear it like creak, creak. It's so rickety. Wood breaking yes. and shit. Yeah, it's like I just don't understand how we trust the well-being of ourselves, mm-hmm. the safety off of some 
man's idea of like a roller coaster. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's just especially cool. a wooden one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like stepping up to that fair of of I don't know dying, mm-hmm. and also it's like they've had wooden ro- roller coasters forever. Yeah, like Coney Island. And actually, the town that I grew up in, West Haven, Connecticut, they had an amusement park on the beach for, like, years. I feel like from, like, the 1900s until, like, 1950 when it mm-hmm. went kaput. And same with Jake. He comes from, like, a coastal town, too, and they had one, too. Wow. It's actually one of the things that when we got together, I was just like, you, your town had an amusement park, like, up Aww. until the 50s, too? That's so weird. But it's like we grew up on beach towns. Yeah. So even thinking that amusement parks existed back then. Mm-hmm. Is just bizarre to me. Yeah. It's like, like how many, that's a lot of ingenuity. That's a lot of deaths. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of accidents. A lot of decapitations. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's it's terrifying. At least with these parks, hopefully they're better than Action Park because they actually hopefully were designed by engineers god, that I sure hope so. No gravity and weight limits and trajectory and all that fun stuff that smarter people know about. Hopefully. I'll still ride some rides, but mm-hmm. nothing too crazy. I know. It's funny, too, because I feel like I'll give, I'll do more things at carnivals, and I feel like that's even worse. Worse. <laughs> I think it is. Because they're, like, assembling like that thing all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my poor dad. When he, he got laid off a few years back, mm-hmm. and then um, he couldn't find a job, and so he took mm-hmm. a job as, like, a traveling carnival yeah. person, like, assembling the rides. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't know if he had to operate them, too. Did he ever tell you any stories? He said that other people would constantly be, like, slacking off and stuff, but my dad is not like that. And he honestly, if he went to college, he would have been, like, an engineer. He's, like, really smart in that way. He was just like, I'm the only one that goes around, like, checks bolts and stuff. Everyone else is just, like, smoking weed in the back and, like, crushing beer. And I was just like, oh, well, thank God you're there. (laughs) Yeah, thank God you're there to rescue all the little kids that get put on those rides. I mean, he's not there anymore, but now he works at Amazon, so what's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Now he works at that fucking shit show of a place. Use code Halloween Happy 24. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if you want to go to Sam's affiliate page. (laughs) Might have to add that to the podcast description now. (laughs) I remember being super excited, though, to go Mm -hmm. to the amusement park as a kid. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was so fun. You would just spend the whole day, eat Mm -hmm. all the shitty food, Mm -hmm. drink all the soda, eat all the candy. Or what my family used to like to do was everyone would pack coolers and you Mm -hmm. would like check out and they would give you the stamp and you would go back to your car and you would eat like sandwiches and that shit. No, Because they didn't want to spend money. Exactly. Yeah. So let's get into this actual documentary. Let's get into the shit show that is Action Park name of the documentary though is class action park which i guess was its running nickname forever because so many people got hurt multiple people died Mm -hmm. it was really actually run by teenagers when they said like at 14 you got your working papers i feel like i was probably doing job related things at 14 but not operating rides no I would never. And saving and being I wouldn't a even trust. No, I wouldn't even trust myself. No. I was like, are you kidding? I'm only 14. Oh my God. It's so insane. And then also all Can't the rides. Can't even put a pad or tampon in correctly. <laughs> you want me to operate this fucking ride? <laughs> Can't even operate my vagina. Let's be, let's be real here. Even the rides weren't built by engineers. They were just doodles. It was 
marketed as a do-it-yourself park. Uh-huh. And I looked at Joe. I said, did they say do-it-yourself park? He goes, they said do-it-yourself. I'm like, oh, my God. They got into that DIY phase <laughs> before anybody else. DIY, because you, you're going to die. <laughs> it is insane. So the opening shots of this is, like, very much the do-it-yourself. It's all these people just flying off of. I mean, it these, does look fun, but it it's looks like. fun. Are you, you died, didn't you? Yes, I that had. That person's well, dead. God, no, I had anxiety. I was looking at those things, and I was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> Class Action Park was built by Jean Mulvihill, mm-hmm. which is, Mulvihill is, I've never last heard name. that yeah. before. He was a big Wall Street asshole in New York in the 1970s, pretty much like um, Wolf of Wall Street, if you can think of that dude. What's the name? What's the guy from the actual movie, Wall Street? Gecko? Joe Gecko, maybe? Oh, is it? Michael Douglas Wait. in Wall Street. Oh, okay. Not the Leo movie. Oh, I've never seen that one. Oh, that was like so a 80s movie. So it was a remake? Movie. No, Wolf of Wall Street is like a different movie, okay. but there is a movie called Just Straight Up Wall, Wall Street, Street. Okay. With Michael Douglas. Oh, wow. And his name is something Gecko, mm-hmm. and he's just, he's literally like Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah, okay. like, character. Scam. Um, just scamming people. Selling those penny stocks. Yep. Frauding people out of their pensions and all their fucking money. Sad. And he did that up until he was kicked out of Wall Street, and then he decided to build this park. Like, it's such a, it's like, well, how can I make money? Let me just build a park and put people in danger. In so much danger. And, like, the whole thing. So he bought, like, a ski resort and then realized there's such a small ski season in New Jersey because this is also situated in Vernon, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he built this water park and amusement park so that he could like monopolize the whole year and actually use it i mean yeah that's a great idea if you're gonna pull in all the professionals but absolutely i mean they do that up in like north conway new hampshire it felt very new hampshire Mm -hmm. to me like the white mountains area have you been up there for like Mm -hmm. camping or anything no it's very much like that where it's like skiing all all winter and then there's like alpine slides and parks and stuff for the summer because obviously you have this whole piece of real estate. Like, you don't want it to just be a seasonal thing. But what I thought was random was Hugh Hefner had a Playboy Club there. I thought, well, I was like, is that, I guess it wasn't because his was back in California, like the Playboy mansion. Hmm. I thought that was so bizarre. I mean, it makes sense, right? New Jersey? Yeah, but I, I... I feel like Vernon, New Jersey, I'll have to see, but I could see it in, like, maybe Atlantic it like a, City. Maybe it is, maybe it's, it's a rich area in... I think it's just, like, out in, like, the mountains, like, well, the more rural area Who of knows what was going on there, honestly. I know. That great line from um, Jesse Palladino, who's, like, one of our talking heads. She's the Vernon newspaper editor. She's like, Vernon was poised to be the next Orlando. I was just like, <laughs> aiming big. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, she said she was like they can compete now with Orlando. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't really know much about New Jersey, but don't get mad at me, guys, if you're in New Jersey. But pretty much oh, all, get of, mad at you. all of the talking heads were like talking shit on you guys in New yeah. Jersey. Like New Jersey is it like Florida? No offense to Florida, it's what I hear. Similar, but I mean, you watch Real Housewives of New Jersey, so just think of that person or Jersey Shore. Yeah. It's not everyone there, but they have like a tough guy. Per- they they're tough. Okay, they well, like to think they're tough. We'll see how tough you are if you survive. Action, action. Park. yeah, exactly. Mentioned multiple times, they're like it was kind of like a 
uh, coming of age, rite of passage thing where you went, you took your licks, and then you came back home. No, thank you. I mean, that does sound like fun. Really? You're the one that rode the roller coaster trying to prove yeah. to your brother you're not the bitch. So you would have been here <laughs> burning your skin on all the hot asphalt. <laughs> to be honest, like, my hometown is about 30 minutes away from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real here. Is it? <laughs> it's not far. <laughs> So let me shut the fuck up. It was one of the first water parks that was mm -hmm. being designed uh, on the fly pretty much. And in 1978, that's when it was born. There were three different areas. So there was like an Alpine Center. I think the Alpine Center was like the ski part. The like ski during part. The winter. Okay. That's why they like hit Waterworld. And, and then Waterworld where it had all of the slides and stuff. And then Motor World, which had all of the go-karts. When they are telling all of these stories of these people that are dying and accidents everything is animated with like mm -hmm. an illustration so you can get more of an idea yeah. of what joe was just laughing the whole time he watched this i'm like and i was freaking out yeah. as if i had my kid at this park i'm uh -huh. like what is wrong with you guys it was like funny but it does give me like super anxiety the cartoons i think help yeah make it a it little up. bit easier to digest I but agree. once we get into like the actual families of victims i was a mess. The first ride that they talk about is the Cannonball Loop, which is literally like legitimately a water slide loop-de-loop -loop that is completely closed in. They literally said that Gene Mulvihill just drew it on a cocktail napkin and had people that pretty much weren't accepted at Disney and like real amusement parks to build it. And they didn't know the trajectory or anything, so they would Nothing. just- they would just throw kids down there and see how they came out. They're doing that. Everyone's coming out beat up and bloody. Mm -hmm. At one point, people are getting lacerations, and they're just like, that doesn't make sense. There's no, like, null, uh, there's no like nuts or bolts inside of this thing. How are they getting scraped up? And they opened up, like, a trap door, and there's just people's teeth stuck in the padding. And so people are cutting themselves up on people's teeth. Michelle, like, when I, when they were saying <laughs> that, I'm like, teeth? Can you imagine just, like, going through this slide? Maybe you're going to break your neck, but you're also yeah. going to be cut by someone's, a few people's teeth. Yeah. And he was just throwing people $100 to $100, test. $100, yeah. Like, here, try this out. <laughs> because even before they started sending actual humans down it, even the test dummies were coming out all Broken. jacked up. So it's like, hello, it's not going to change with actual humans in there, you know? They're just like, their limbs are at least attached by skin. <laughs> And then also I thought it was gross. They call him Uncle Gene. It's like endearing, I guess. I could see him being like a real fun guy to be around, but he's also like a real piece of shit. Yeah, and he doesn't care about you. No. He's throwing you down a death trap. The next one I have as the ride that they talk about is the Cannonball Fall. This is where they really get into how everything was designed in-house, mm -hmm. which is not a thing that's necessary. The Cannonball Fall was where it looks like just your regular water slide, oh, but yeah. it shoots you out and you're like 17 feet in the air. And then you're so disoriented because it's such a fall, yeah. like a large drop that you become disoriented. And a lot of times you like forget, you forget how to swim. The pool that you fall into is actual an active stream. So it's ice cold. Mm -hmm. And so you get shocked as well. This just seems like a torture chamber. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's how the whole park was, I feel like. Then we come up to the man in the ball in the ball. 
you get put into the steel ball that's on like hydraulics inside of another ball. So like the outer ball is moving, but you're kind of just standing straight up in the inner ball. But what they didn't account for is the weight of all this steel and the fact that the track was made out of PVC pipe. They put a live person in the ball, sent it down for a test run. It immediately gets off the tracks. We didn't let you know that this park is split in two by an active highway. And so the ball gets off the track, goes into the highway, cars are shooting everywhere, and then like falls into a swamp. And thankfully that person was not killed. I think he did die. I just don't think they wanted to they say it. They didn't say it. Thankfully no car hit him. He didn't hit any cars. But if a car struck him... It- Why didn't he sue? He was an employee? Well, we'll get back. We'll get to it later because you couldn't sue. Next, we get to the super speed slide, which is a slide that's just vertical. And it says that everybody got a free colonic when they went down it. Oh, my God. Water would just shoot into your asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had a colonic? No. I always hear how great they are. A colonic? Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people get them done. We should get them done sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Research. Research purpose. After that, they introduced the aqua scoot, which oh that God. was fucking terrifying. Yeah. That was just like being on a conveyor belt. Like, how are people's fingers not stuck in that thing? One of our talking heads is the comedian Chris Gethard, and I feel like he's the most reliable narrator yeah, in this whole thing. I think so. So I took a lot of his quotes down. He was just a park visitor. Mm-hmm. He didn't work there or anything, but he... Grew up in New Jersey and he used to go a lot. He's talking about how he never even did the aqua scoot. There's no way. No. Then there's the Tarzan swing. Yeah. But it's like, do you guys not remember PE when you try to like yes. hang on the monkey bars? Or even just playtime uh-huh. in school. You grab the monkey bar and your body immediately drops you because mm-hmm. you're like, oh wow, I can't hold my weight. Yeah. So I'm weak as fuck. Yeah. You swing off of a cliff about 20 feet in the air into yet again another ice cold pond mm-hmm. to put even more pressure on it. Oh, yeah. There's a full audience of everybody else waiting to go on it, and they're being peak New Jersey and just calling you a pussy and a bitch and yeah. telling you to go faster. Every girl's tot's coming off. They're hooting and hollering. There's nobody there to actually tell you, like, now it's your turn, now it's your turn. So yeah. everyone's just doing it willy-nilly so everyone's crashing on top of other people's heads Mm -hmm. because they're not letting them leave fast enough you're also absolutely disoriented because you just you think you're about to like go into cool water and it's below freezing then we get into how this place is run pretty much it was ran by kids that's what they said and they said as young as 15 14 years old they didn't really have formal training on how stuff worked they weren't really watching people you're supposed to space it out in a timely manner so no one's hurting themselves anytime a new person got hired like a new team they would do a hazing thing where i i don't even remember what they did to one of the new hires they like taped him to a waterboard and like flipped him over and almost drowned i believe and they were just partying non-stop partying non-stop yep it was just non-stop the employee shed where you would go like (laughs) drop off your belongings before you started your shift and they said it smelled like weed shoes feet asshole bo because the kids would go there to like make out and have sex with each other Oh. Do a little fingering motion. <laughs> they mentioned fingering, fingering a lot. I, well, it was only the comedian Chris. I'm like, okay, you need to relax, sir. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was legitimately sex, drugs, and alcohol. <laughs> Nonstop. Is G Mulba Hill Michael fucking Scott? Not that Michael Scott ever had a cattle prod, but it just seemed like such a Michael Scott oh, idea. Like a little, yeah. An employee goes to Jean's office. Jean pulls out a cattle prod and is just like, I can't take it anymore. I can't do this. And then proceeds to cattle prod himself in front of this 15-year-old. Acts like he's being electrocuted. The kid's freaking out and just like, oh my god, Uncle Gene, Uncle Gene. And he goes, I'm just kidding, it's not, it's not real. But listen to this. What I think is a lot of people get on the lift without tickets. What if we had an employee ask somebody for a ticket and they say, I don't got a ticket. And then we take them off the ride and we cattle prod them. But it's somebody that also works for us. He acts like he dies. Nobody goes on without the tickets anymore. What the fuck? So when I was listening <laughs> to it, I thought they were really doing this, Michelle. Oh my it wouldn't God. surprise me it with how everything me. was going. And I'm like, you think they're not going to go home and tell their parents? Exactly. That somebody got cattle prodded to death on the <laughs> lift. And that poor kid was just like, I thought he was kidding. But I went away that weekend and I got calls from my friends being like, Oh, we got so many calls this weekend because somebody got cattle prodded on the oh lift. Oh my god. I just can't with this man. Who is he? It's just a little scam after another little scam. And then that leads us into where he's trying to find insurance for the park. Said that they had insurance, but it wasn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't want to get insurance. And obviously with all the injuries, something was bound to happen. So instead of him actually paying to get normal regular mm -hmm. insurance well because it would cost him every all the operating you know like it would be his whole overhead yeah to insure that fucking park <laughs> he decides to start his own insurance company we not say he started his own insurance he, company. he, came, he came up with a name <laughs> <laughs> you're right he came up with a name for his fake, fake insurance, insurance company. company it was based in the cayman islands probably where he keeps all his fucking money mm -hmm. And it was just fake. It, it wouldn't pay out anything. It wouldn't Nothing. cover anything. What I don't understand is why do government agencies go after little people that are like, maybe you didn't submit all of the money you made bending this year mm -hmm. or something like that. You're Tell gonna, them, Michelle. You're really going to come after somebody that made an extra $700 this year, but all these fucking Wall Street assholes have money scattered everywhere. They're just coming up with insurance companies. It's a two. They can also pay people to leave them alone. Too. Exactly. They have their little sticky hands up. in the like local government. They have their little hands in the media. Mm -hmm. They're or they're monopolizing everything. They're organizing everything. They're they're putting their own fucking spin on everything. Yet you're gonna spend all of your time and energy and money trying to get the little guy mm -hmm. who actually needs the money. Who actually needs the money to pay for health insurance. Exactly. All right. That's my soapbox. Yeah, it um, makes no sense. Also get like a really fun little cross cut. One of the former employees is just like, you know what? Gene was Gene, but he, he was actually a cool guy. And then we meet Esther Larson, who is the mother of, unfortunately, somebody who passed away at Action Park. And she just, you just see her talking head and she just says, I think he was a piece of shit. And, and I lost it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm like, I'm oh, like, she definitely lost mm, someone. Mm -hmm. Esther's not here to play. No. Unfortunately, we don't see her for a little while after that. They had said something about court. He owned most of the real estate that he was on, but the state owned some of it, too. Mm -hmm. And so they were the ones that were saying, you need to get insurance for this. Um, so he decided to just, like, stop paying any of his bills and just literally become the biggest brat ever. 
and so that they didn't have to deal with him anymore, they just sold the rest of the land to him. And then that's when he was able to just get away with literally the everything. Nerve. Because nobody was there to, like, monitor him. They bring us back into some rides. We get the Roaring Springs in, like, a tube. Yeah. But it's, like, whitewater rafting, yep. I guess. Somebody was impaled there? They were, like, gashed in the side, I think. Like, in their stomach. Oh, yes, stomach. yes, 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 yes. I think the padding came away. And so there was, like, yeah. a, like a, a naked bolt or something yes. that they slipped on. And they also had Colorado River, which was very similar, but it was a multi-tube thing. So yeah. Roaring Spring was like, you're in a little inner tube by yourself. Colorado River, same thing, like whitewater rafting, but there's like four of you in a tube. Mm-hmm. And the same exact thing happened. Right. They also mentioned, too, that there was a lot of uh, underage drinking. So mm-hmm. imagine people being dehydrated from the sun you're drink over drinking because I feel like if you're underage you don't really get the grasp of how much alcohol you should have and then with the ride that Michelle's talking about where everyone gets clustered people would start getting into fights because they're like don't push into me don't bump Mm -hmm. into my inner tube and and they're from New Jersey so they're already (laughs) at a level 10 they're at like a level 8 normally normally oh how exhausting (laughs) and then they also mentioned that it was more of a working class customer base because most of the people that were of means either went to Cape Cod for the summer, mm-hmm. they sent their kids off camping, they went traveling, they went to Disneyland, and also the 80s, you're just a latchkey Latch kid. Latchkey kid, yeah. Like, your parents are at work all day. If you and your friends want a bike or a parent can drop you off there, mm-hmm. that's where you are all day. So they talk about Code Brown, which... Code Brown. Someone I know did that, and I swear <gasps> to God, I'm not What's saying... What's the story? <laughs> you was... gotta tell me the name after. All right, fine. Bo. Um, no. No, 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 no. This was when I was a kid. Um, it was at Lake Compounds, and they had, like, sectioned off an area of the lake where you could go swimming and stuff yeah. that they had cleared out of seaweed and all, all the brambles of a lake. And someone I know, I swear to God it was not me, just decided to take a shit in it. And then the lifeguard saw it, and we all, oh I mean, no. I got out when they were like, I'm going to poop. I'm, yeah. And I was like, what do you mean you're going to poop? <laughs> I understand peeing. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Do not shit here. Shitting, though? Like. Do not drop trout and shit in this open water that I'm standing two feet away from you in. Anyway, they did that. Someone caught it. They had to clear it out. It was closed for, like, half the day. Because oh they decided God. to take a shit in the lake. It was my cousin Melissa. <laughs> Because I couldn't believe it. Can I leave that in? Leave it. Melissa! <laughs> Code brown on Melissa. Code brown. They brought up the the weird food area where there's just outrageous amounts of alcohol and they just had festivals and festivals. Uh-huh. German Fest, Oktoberfest, Irish Fest, Polka Fest. I'm like, this is the whitest thing I've ever heard of in my Anything life. Anything you can think of, yeah. At, like all the pickup shots of that too were it it seemed like people from the area and town that were maybe like fifty and older mm-hmm. that were probably Polish too were just like, Oh, we'll go for that. Sure. And they're dancing and stuff, but it was the whitest thing I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> And also to be that German-centric, he deconstructed a whole brewery in Germany and brought it into this warehouse thing. But anyway, there was just booze everywhere. Booze flowing. And hopefully pretzels. I hope If you're so. going to have that, hopefully we have pretzels. Gotta have pretzels. But also, they talked about it at one point where they had some of the food would spoil, and they talked about <laughs> a situation with the bread, like the burger buns and hot dog buns, where it was like super stale. Yeah. So instead of them ordering new buns, they would pretty much, like, 
Steam them. Steam them. Like, yeah. boil water, then put the buns on top so they get soggy again, and then they would just, like, serve yeah. it. And now... It's gonna be Motor World. They said that pretty much the lineup of the day is you start in Water World. Get that all out of your system while it's nice and hot. Then you get your dinner, you get your drink on over at the festival food area. At the later part of the day, you go to Motor World. So they had a motor car track. I didn't write too much about that. Just know it was a like a Grand Prix kind of car, which mm-hmm. was next to the beer garden. They also had like speed boats, which they said were like Miami Vice grade boats. And uh-huh. people, instead of using them like to just coast, I guess, people started using these actual boats as bumper boats. Mm-hmm. Someone was in a speed boat trying to get out of the boat because he was done with the ride. Another guy has been like drinking and he's in the speedboat behind him and he like completely presses down on the gas the boat starts to go over the guy that's unboarding undocking mm-hmm. goes over his head and the girl who's running that station she's like trying to yell at this guy and she's trying to get his attention but he's just being drunk and stupid yeah. and she is like take your foot off the gas and like she's like wow that guy totally got decapitated but thankfully he didn't no and she said the guy just got off the boat and walked and to the next thing yeah. like nothing happened oh my god and he was literally on top of this other speed Boat. Yeah. And because his foot was still on the gas this whole time, the propeller is just going insane. And it was like this, super close yeah, to his head. Like the dude underneath's head. They mentioned that because they were using him as bumper boats, like people would get dislodged and end up in the water area that it was in. And it was super murky. It was completely oil slicked. Yeah. From all the gas and stuff from these boats. And it was snake infested. Oh, I forgot about the snakes. I cannot. Like, imagine if... Oh, my God. I just... It's insanity. Okay, but my favorite, Michelle, was the battle action tanks. (laughs) (laughs) It was like these little miniature army tanks that you Uh would ride around in, and they would shoot out tennis balls to the other Uh people riding. But Uh then some guy thought it would be a good idea to soak the tennis balls and gasoline and light them up. So he was shooting out tennis balls that were on fire. Fireballs. Fireballs. Yeah. I got to that point and I was just like, oh, I'm not going to write down about this battle action tank because I'm writing every single ride down. Mm -hmm. I need to skip a few. And then they start talking about fireballs. It's like, (laughs) let me rewind it. (laughs) Now, what was that? (laughs) Let me go back. I got to mention the fireballs. (laughs) But they talk about the Alpine slide next where a lot of people got fucked up. I've been on an alpine slide before up in um, New Hampshire, and there are very specific signs. Maybe they didn't have signs at this one, but there are signs where it's like, pull the brake now, pull the brake now. And some people don't because you're a speed freak, mm-hmm. but you should be braking on those because you're coming up to a curve where you can become dislodged. Yeah. So it's like a slide down a hill. It has a lot of mm-hmm. loops and like sharp turns, but it's made out of Concrete. Concrete and fiberglass, I think they may have mm. said. And asbestos. This yeah, exactly. Ugh. And you're like on a sled and pretty much think you have like a like a safety brake in between your legs. And so when you press down, releasing the brake so you go faster. And then when you want to brake it, you lift it up. So mm. like you can kind of control how fast you're going. But it also does suck because even if you want to be cautious about it, if the person behind you is coming down like a Hellcat, yeah, you're there's fucked. no way. 
and of course, because this was built at Action Park, it was probably 500 times da- like more dangerous. Somebody from the park mentions that at least during the weekdays, they had about 50 to 100 injuries. And then on weekends, double it. So you're, you're talking yeah. about 200 plus injuries on a weekend. That's insane. And two, like most people would ride this. They would ride the rides like in their bathing suits and mm-hmm. like still from swimming earlier in the day. So if they fall, if they fell on the concrete, they're like burning themselves. Uh-huh. So they would skid their skin up. They would have burns. Like it was just a whole mess. It was insane. And it seemed like the um, infirmary was like, so small compared to the amount of injuries that they had to deal with Mm -hmm. and all they would do is just spray alcohol and iodine on you and send you on your way they don't actually know how many people were truly injured there because they only recorded it if people left in an ambulance Mm -hmm. which obviously if you fall off the alpine slide and you skin half of your body yeah you're probably just gonna go home you're not like leaving in an ambulance there was never any fines or science citations and this is where gene truly becomes a fucking asshole if you sued him for any reason because he actually didn't have an insurance company he would just take you to trial you just want to settle yeah like please just give me some money you fucked me up let's be real here so if you sued him he would take you to trial which is very expensive on your part it takes forever and even if you won he wouldn't pay you he would refuse to pay. So unless you took it to a U.S. Marshal point level where they literally go to him and force him to pay, you were just SOL. How can you refuse to pay, though? I don't understand. No. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, Trump did that, too. He was always somebody that would just not settle because people back out of, like, going to court because they know it's going to be more expensive in the long run. Mm-hmm. Even if they win, even if they get it's a settlement awful. of, like, a million dollars, you realistically get paid, like, 50 grand, mm-hmm. or they can just keep bringing you to court to appeal it. So now we're going to unfortunately get into the people that actually died at Action Park. There was a ride called the Kayak Experience, which is pretty self-explanatory, um, but they had fans working underwater to recreate the, the streams and the waves and stuff. Somehow somebody fell out of their kayak, and one of the fans short-circuited, And electrocuted him to death. Oh my gosh. Which is the worst thing I've ever heard of in my life. The wave pool that they had, two people drowned in it. It was really hard to see people that were drowning because the water was really murky due to muddy runoff from a nearby hill, human waste, suntan lotion, and gore from open wounds. I thought I was disgusted by seeing band-aids at the wave pool like (laughs) well you should have seen this one (laughs) then unfortunately esther is back esther's son george he died on the alpine slide he got dislodged from the slide hit his head on some rocks nearby went into a coma they called her they were like you need to come to the hospital they didn't tell her anything and she was just like oh he got hurt she didn't think anything of it Went down there. He was in a coma. After a few days, maybe weeks, they he passed away. Gene tried to argue that it wasn't the ride. It was the rocks that were at fault. Oh, my gosh. He also tried to say that he was an employee there, so that's why he didn't have to, like, acknowledge it or, like, put it on record, which wow. was not true. He said that it happened at night, which was not true. It happened in the day during operating hours. Poor Esther was told by an attorney that she shouldn't take him to court because... 
obviously we know how Gene operates in the court. He just, like, doesn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that a teenager's life isn't worth much. Oh, my God. And so they settled. Somehow they ended up settling for $100,000, and that was it. But he was the first person to die back in 1980. And Esther fucking hates Gene. Damn. I I don't blame her. No. (laughs) She says, Action Park was a place where death was tolerated. And her and her husband split a nice fucking bottle of red wine when they found out that Jean died. Wow. Good for you, Esther. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And then also because he was so involved with the press and local government and stuff, he was able to put out that story about how he worked there and how he was fucking around at night and all this other shit. And that he fell into rocks. That's and it had awful. nothing to do with rides and stuff. So imagine how many other times that might have happened Yeah, that we're not even aware of. I mean, at least Esther was there to tell the story. Yeah, thank God. Then they start wrapping it up in the 90s. It brought regulations, thank fucking God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in 98, it was resold and renamed Mountain Creek, and they tore down a lot of the rides. I have my notes, Esther celebrates Gene's death. <laughs> uh, in 2010, he buys it again to, like, redo it um gene to Jean, redo what yeah yeah Jean how you learned sir so that's before his death and then in 2014 his son takes over oh Lord. because like there's that whole like nostalgia like looking to the past so yeah. they think they can revive it oh god um and then in 2018 joe hessian who used to work at the park revives it then and now he's trying to make something of it what and that's kind of how they wrap it up. Um, a lot of the people start talking about how kids nowadays like are constantly monitored and blah blah blah. I'm like, who cares? I'll yeah. take monitoring than that. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I just have one last quote from Chris because I thought I feel like he's the most reliable person that's actually seeing all the sides. He says, "We are extremely happy that we were able to grow up that way, but while simultaneously is so furious that we had to grow up that way." Kids that grew up in the 80s like to get a few drinks and talk about how funny and fucked up it was. But when they're talking to their shrinks, it's only about how fucked up it was. Oh, wow. And I thought, yeah, that's that's right. Oh, my God. It's like you do, I still, you know, we probably all say it like, oh, we used to be able to just ride our bikes mm-hmm. and do whatever. But at the same time, we happened to make it to our adult yeah. years. Like if we were snatched, like we could have been. Yeah. We probably would have wanted to be a little bit more monitored. Yeah. That's Class Action Park. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's full of a lot of emotions, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. The top half of it is pretty, like, fucked up. And, yeah. like, what the fuck? MTV's there, Headbanger Ball. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And then the last half. Oh, I didn't even say, oh, my God. Esther says that when she left the hospital from her son dying, she walked out into the middle of the street in front of a an oncoming truck. Oh my god. And her husband literally pulled her away at the last second and was just like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, I don't want to live anymore. And I just, I started bawling as if Esther was my mom. (laughs) You need that in the documentary because, yeah, Uncle Gene, he's fun, he's wacky, he's crazy, but it's not fun. It's not fun, yeah. Not fun for Esther to lose her 17-year-old son. And it just goes back to what we always say, like, I just don't understand how people have the nerve to think it's not, you're untouchable. Yeah. Is this podcast called Untouchable? We just talk about people who think they're untouchable? Damn. Let's do it. And it's like, what would he have done if there was a family who was able, who was super rich just like him? Mm -hmm. It's like, you never know. Like, 
how things will end up and what if you would have met your match. Yeah, that's like a great point because they did make a point to mention that it was more working class that were going there. Mm -hmm. Like if this was a fancy resort, he would have been fucked. Of course he exploited the fact that everyone was not going to take him to court or weren't savvy enough to like go through the legal process. Mm -hmm. If you guys can watch it, we definitely recommend it. I recommend it. You'll feel much better about your own probably amusement park visits. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope. Because even if you were ever scared, you're like, oh, okay, I had no reason to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Unless you went to Action Park. Just, I feel like a red flag would be if there's teens that are running the rides. I only hope to see that at carnivals. And then, you know, the people at Six Flags, they're younger, but they seem more like college age or like Mm -hmm. last summer of high school. I'll take that. Where they're a little more reserved and can handle stress if something were to happen. Exactly. What the fuck is a 14-year-old going to do when somebody gets electrocuted in a lake? There's no way. I mean, I could handle that situation well, but I don't don't think another 14-year-old could. No. Oh, it's insane. Let's not take turds in the pools, cousin Melissa. (laughs) Walk your little wet body out and go on the toilet. Please. (laughs) You're shutting down the lake for everyone. (laughs) It's not fun when we got to get out and wait for it to be cleaned. Let's not take advantage of everyone. That man took advantage of literally everyone. The teens, the parents, the visitors, the townspeople, Mm -hmm. the press, the grieving families, the council people. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have a great week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Not Podcast and check out our website at Let's Not Pod. Dot com. And if you're listening to this, maybe give us a review. Oh, we'll take some reviews now. Yeah. Some subscriptions. We never say it, but now we're asking. Please now leave we're us a review. <laughs> Please do it. We love you so much. We have a good you. one. We'll Talk see you next, you next time. time. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com.